Deep Thoughts Podcast is a podcast recorded every Tuesday live at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. Deep Thoughts is a fan-made podcast and all articles are credited within the podcast as well as in the show notes. All statements said within the podcast are purely opinionated statements. More information about the podcast can be found at twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, what's up, man? How's it going? Not much, man. How about yourself? Nothing much. Uh, do you want to? Do you want me to intro you, or uh, or do you want to intro yourself? Uh, well, I'm Pixel Pusher. Um, I don't know, really know how, <laughs> what else I can say. <laughs> I'm just here. Your number one friendly. greatest emote artist on the Twitch TV <laughs> platform for oh, affiliate gamers slash streamers of any variety, you, namely you, you two yourself. people. <laughs> Yeah, you mean yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, two-time TwitchCon attendee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Let me raise your volume of it, too, just in case. Yeah, no worries. All right, so like I said, kind of at the top of the hour, guys, <laughs> uh, if you guys are joining us here live, um, we will be posting the links to the articles that we are talking about in the Twitch chat. Uh, this time around, we're not doing a Q&A uh, at the end or really conversing with chat in general, uh, only because we're trying to um, keep the episode somewhat short. Uh, also, I think Pixel's making a logo sometime in the next three months. He has like yes. a three or four month deadline. Hopefully that is on its way. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to look into, because a couple people DM'd me, a couple people want the patio podcast and audio format so i might look into putting the podcast up on itunes it's pretty straightforward so maybe maybe we'll do that anyway uh let's jump into all the boring news and let's go from most boring to uh most relevant so these are all out of order pixel because i kept just like continually just putting them in here or whatever sure sure. uh, from the week or whatever but first up september is here we talked about this earlier last week but this is just, they finally, I don't know why, but they waited until like September 7th to post an official yeah. uh, September discussion. For anyone who doesn't know, basically if you're gifted a sub, um, if you want to resub to that person for the first month you resub, it actually ends up costing $1. But the person that you resub to will get the full amount of their benefits or whatever. So if they get $3 yeah. per sub, they still get 3 um, but you only have to pay a dollar. So it's 80% off. Uh, the, the subs, I guess, I didn't know this. So the subs had to be gifted during the time of September 10th to September 30th. So right. anytime before that, even though it was September, like I thought it was September on September 1st, I was mistaken from the last podcast we uh, talked about. I guess there, it was, you were not given credit, unfortunately. Well, that's really um, sucks. Which kind of sucks or whatever. Um, you also will get a bell notification in the top right whenever you're gifted a sub. And then a couple hours after you're gifted the sub, you'll get another bell notification that will say, do you want to resub to them for a dollar? So I don't know why, oh, but I helpful. have about 15 or 20 gifted subs. <laughs> so, All right, stop. Quit bragging. <laughs> so, a couple, so a couple days ago, I like like a day ago or two days ago, I got so many notifications on my phone <laughs> telling me, like, do you want to resub <laughs> to this person? Like, I haven't even watched this person at all. Um, so let's see, um, I was just kind of like browsing through, uh, this stuff. Uh, A big thing too, guys, is this only applies to tier one paid subscriptions. It doesn't apply to tier two or tier three. So basically Mm -hmm. if you get gifted a tier two sub, 
um, and then you want to resub and keep your tier two sub, you still need to pay the full price, but it will still offer you to resub for one dollar, but it will default you to tier one. So it will always be the four ninety nine um, thing as well. So uh, just keep that in mind as well. Also, um, you can't uh, bundles don't count. I didn't even know this, but you can gift in bundles of three to six months. Didn't know that either. Apparently, you can do that, but apparently, really? it doesn't affect in bundles as well. So you can't. You can only do the first month. So there's there's a stipulation on that, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it with the frequently asked questions on that. Oh, also you get like a pretty cool little notification when someone re subs with a gifted sub. I forgot what the notification says exactly, but it shows up in chat. It's like this person decided to resub their gifted sub yeah. for $1 and 20,000 people have done this so far or something like that. That's pretty much all it says. Like right. it's kind of cool that there's a counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they've done that with other things on Twitch maybe. Like the mm -hmm. cheering for donations. Remember when oh, they did that yeah. where like you could cheer bits or something and it was like it went to like some type of foundation or something. I remember it was like a hundred thousand dollars has like been that. raised and like it would keep the number would continually keep going up or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was really cool to see. <sighs> Definitely. Um so we're just getting th through these kind of boring articles right now, guys. But uh next up that we have oh, and is there anything else you wanted to say about just gifted the gifted subs? Any uh, not added really. stuff I mean, from what we talked about last week? We really covered everything last time because um, I do remember talking about this and I was kind of miffed about how um, it's so complex how it works. You have to be gifted a sub first mm -hmm. and then you are given the opportunity to, to resub for a dollar. I think that just adds a, a lot more complexity and stuff that isn't really necessary. I, I feel like it was just like a way to prevent too many sales from happening. So yeah, so that Twitch doesn't lose too much money. Yeah, someone in HR like did the numbers and like we can't do half off subs anymore. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like, was just too good, too good of a deal. It was just way too good of a deal, dude. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up, we have this. Just came out actually like a couple of hours ago. Oh. Um, so I just caught this. Let's see. But uh, as you guys may or may not have known, a couple of years back. Uh, about two years back, actually, it was around the time that I think it was the first month of Twitch Prime was out or no, the affiliate program. No, Twitch Prime. <laughs> it was Twitch <laughs> Prime. Uh, the first month that Twitch Prime was out, Blizzard announced that they were doing an exclusive uh, partnership with Twitch.tv and that with mm -hmm. that was going to come special events and special um, loot from the affiliate program. We've seen that. We got the Tyrande skin in Hearthstone. We've gotten some card backs in Hearthstone. Overwatch has given us some loot boxes with Prime, etc., etc. And now they've had announced a partnership with the Hearthstone Global Games. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what the Hearthstone Global Games is, uh, think of it like the World Cup, but for Hearthstone. Pretty much it's just teams of three that basically are representing their countries of origin, and they compete every single week for a spot at the top 16, which is going to start um, next uh, next week, September 17th. And then the finals, which I believe is the top four teams, are actually going to be at BlizzCon. So oh, it ends cool. on November 4th. Um, they're doing a special promotion, and kind of they did this with the Overwatch League as well. But pretty much uh, every cheer from September 17th through November 4th on twitch.tv slash playhearthstone brings the entire community closer to unlocking cheering goals, which includes in-game items like card packs and card backs and exclusive Twitch emotes. Um, 
yeah. So basically, there's going to be exclusive uh, bit emotes. You'll be able to cheer, and those cheers, I think, I believe, after the 30% cut that Twitch normally takes, the rest of the bits will go to the respective teams and be split among them, which I think is really awesome. Um, a lot of these teams aren't backed by organizations and stuff, so um, you're literally donating bits directly to you know your your nation, <laughs> your the representation <laughs> of uh, the nation, which is really cool. Um, as well as there is going to be global community cheering progress. Um, from what I understand, and this probably will change as we get a little bit more information on it. Um, basically, if the community cheers a whole of something like let's say a million bits then certain prizes will be awarded to the people who cheered, not to everybody. And the mm. prizes, uh, the grand prize is an exclusive Hearthstone card back that will be given to anyone mm. who has cheered. It doesn't matter. I believe the minimum cheer is 100 bits. So it's not, not it's not that bad, and it's a global thing. So if ever, if the community in a whole by November 4th, let's say, donates 100 or a million bits, then that will unlock for everyone who has donated at that time. Uh, they've done this in the past with Overwatch League as well. Uh, I've known, mm -hmm. I know that if you cheer a certain amount of bits right now, they've already reached, I think, three or four skins. But right now, if you um, cheer like three or four hundred bits, you'll be able to unlock all those skins as mm -hmm. well in the Overwatch League. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm 99% sure <laughs> that you have to cheer <laughs> something. I'm almost like 100% sure of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like that's like a definite possibility. Right. So um, yeah, what do you think about this partnership, Pixel? Do you think this is pretty cool or what? I think it's pretty cool. Like, I, I just want to see more integration with games and game companies from Twitch. Like, this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, I can see so much more happening um to create just like this amazing like connection between games and twitch mm -hmm. and like hearthstone global games like i think the uh the idea of that is just cool in and of itself mm -hmm. yeah it, it's cool to see just like a mix of professional gamers um coupled with uh streamers uh this year i haven't been watching too often because they have this rule where basically like the same streamer can't be in the hearthstone global games like for two years or something, I believe, or mm. one or two years or something. So, like, the first year was pretty lit because you had, like, Forsen, Raynad, like, can Team Canada was, like, Toast, like, Cydonia, <laughs> like, all these, like, streamer personalities. And now this year, it's, like, because they're not allowed in, like, this is the third year, so it's, like, they're not allowed in for, I think, two years or something. Like, this year is kind of, like, these random kind of, like, you would only mm -hmm. know them if you really watched Hearthstone, but if you were, like, a casual right. player, like, there weren't that many streamers. But, like, there were, like, a handful. Like, I think Tice is in this time, and RDU is in this time. So there are some, mm -hmm. like, pretty well-known streamers. But I just remember, like, the first year, like, the stream, like the teams were just stacked with, like, people you knew. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think Team America was, like, Firebat, um, Amnesiac, wow. and then, like, somebody else or whatever. Or, no, that was last year. Last year was, like, Firebat, Amnesiac. Terrence Miller, who's like a really good Hearthstone player, and then like I think like Chonky or something. It was like something really stacked. Yeah, and, yeah. And you, they were pretty well-known names. But I feel like uh, this this year, this time around, it's kind of a, a hit and miss. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's a give and take. Like it's cool that they're bringing in new players because then that gives them the opportunity to shine. Yeah, definitely. And so you're not just like having stacked teams every single year for this. What I mean, this is basically like an exhibition match really mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's just bringing in people from different countries. Right. It's not 
quite like a competition, like the um, like a like a like a traditional esports kind of thing. This is just invitational kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it, we the you got to vote for who you wanted on your team from your nation or okay. whatever. But I mean, yeah, it's it's essentially an exhibition, like a World Cup type of thing. Just yeah, to kind of promote so, it. Yeah, this is great because like you know it brings to light like all these other great Hearthstone players. Like there's not just Chalky and you know Firebat and all the rest. There's a ton of amazing players too. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's good because it will probably also boost viewership for the Hearthstone Global Games. I don't end up watching the Hearthstone Global Games too often just because if America gets eliminated or if America is not even on, it's like one of those <laughs> things where like the, the viewership just kind of goes up and down continually. And it mm. becomes, and it like, you know, like the first couple of weeks, like, cause this has actually been going on for like the last three months. Like, this is not something that's oh, like wow. recently been happening. I believe two to three months. So it's been going on for a very long time. So mm -hmm. it's probably, it's good to get a boost of viewership. I think the bits thing in general, though, like you were saying, is just a great idea. I think it's a good way for Twitch to make a little bit of money, obviously. I think it's great for, um, us as a community to like get involved and get like little rewards for participating and for giving mm -hmm. bits and i think it's a great opportunity for the players themselves to get some cash as well because like i did mention this is an exhibition so it's not mm -hmm. like if you know crip or toast or tice gets invited out like there is money involved i believe when you get to the top four but i think anything beyond that like there's no real money it's just mostly like hey you're gonna get a lot of exposure you know what i mean like there's a lot right. of pride on the line so it's nice that there will now be teams that you know you could cheer for and get the money yeah, for that's and stuff. Great. it does kind of suck that it's only limited to the top 16 because there it yeah. started off as i think 64 teams so oh, you know it started wow. off like so there's a lot of people not gonna get like anything from it but oh, that sucks. you know overall i think it's good i think in my opinion i think that this is what blizzard wants to do and twitch wants to do when it comes to drops if you like drops are an act are activated every once in a while and that's the thing where if you just watch the stream mm -hmm. you have a mm -hmm. random chance of getting like a, a goodie type of item or whatever and i feel yeah. like drops while they did do it recently like for overwatch and stuff like that like blizzard has been very strict with how drops work you know it's only over like a two-week event they don't drop like the best things like they usually drop sprays or like maybe one skin or something like that or maybe a yeah. loot box every once in a while but it's nothing great and uh i think that this is probably the future of twitch where this is what they'll do for to replace drops eventually because mm -hmm. for me like i know gwent and i know a lot of other card games have drops but literally if you go to gwent or other card games right now they literally have just 24 hour reruns happening where people just lurk in the chat to try to get drops that is just i don't know it just feels gross because they're just gaming the system and just right. it's it's not meant to be that way so i think uh, this is just a good incentive for i think this is the safe way for blizzard to do it cuz they you know they could totally make it be like oh yeah every 30 minutes or every hour you watch a stream you know, you can get a free card pack, and you know, like Hearthstone would be like blowing up at bigger than it already is right now on oh, Twitch. Absolutely. Because, like, yeah, Hearthstone may be dying and its numbers might be declining, but really, what competition doesn't have in general? Like, if Hearthstone's right. suffering, every other card game's suffering, you know? Right, um, right. Like, so. It's still in top five games, like, so it's not totally hurting. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even if it was in the top 20 games at those numbers, what other card game is there that can compete with Hearthstone right now? exactly yeah nothing like, yeah gwent was uh, thought to be like the hearthstone killer but then you know it went 
it's gone now. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard about that. Artifacts coming out in a couple months, but I don't I don't think it will attract I don't think the market for Artifact is Hearthstone players. I think the market for it is Magic players. I think so too. I think Artifact's going to appeal to the people who are who want more depth in their gameplay and probably less RNG. Mm-hmm. And people who understand Magic and or understand Artifact know that Richard Garfield, mm-hmm. he's going to create the game like yeah, it's going to be familiar to, to Magic players. Right. That, so we'll we'll see what ends up happening with that game as well. I mean, I can't already barely play one Hearthstone game, and this is expecting <laughs> me to play three. So it'll be pretty yeah, interesting yeah. to do. But some of the changes they're doing with Artifact look pretty good. Anyway, kind of a little off topic, but uh, yeah. let's get to uh, just briefly talking about this one. I just want to talk, touch base with this or whatever. Just a PSA announcement that All the right. exclusive loot came out for this month, which was Rainbow Six Siege for Twitch Prime stuff. Um, coincidence? I don't think so. They just had a sale on Rainbow Six Siege like three weeks, <laughs> like literally two and a half to three weeks ago. There was a sale on Rainbow Six Siege where the game was probably about 60% off. Um, so this is probably just a reward for everyone, but you end up just getting... Um, there's like loot boxes in the game or something. I'm, I'm not a Rainbow Six Siege player, guys, so I apologize if I have a lot of misinformation about it. But um, yeah, they're going to be giving out some Rainbow Six Siege loot boxes, I guess, or goodie items for free. So just yeah. an FYI on that. If you play Rainbow Six Siege, grab it. It's a pretty fun game. I played the free demo when it was out and about uh, recently. Um, next up, which I don't really understand this at all pixel but we can talk about this one here uh twitchcon announced hackathon 2018 baby i don't know what it is i really don't understand (laughs) i was gonna ask you pixel what it is but let me just uh read to you guys what this is so it says do you like developing awesome tools to make twitch better for everyone with it while a big clock ticks down to zero like you're in an action movie if you're up for fun and rewarding challenges you should join us saturday october 27th for our 24-hour TwitchCon hackathon. Oh, okay. Here's yeah. how it works. Partnered streamers will approach us with a, with ideas for new and useful extensions. Our expert staff will vet their ideas, and then teams of up to four hackers, that's you, will race to create prototypes of those extensions by the end of the hackathon. So, um, yeah. I guess that is the thing. I guess you can sign up for it. Yeah, so it's just like a competition to uh, create a tool within a certain amount of time. Within literally 24 hours. Right. So if yeah, you so want to like, come to TwitchCon, spend your whole time <laughs> programming or coding an extension for some yeah. Twitch partners and not hang out with your bros for 24 hours, you can do that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and a team of four just like to you know show off your your programming chops. Yeah. And uh, the, well, the main reason for all this is just to like get exposure and to right. try to impress the team at Twitch, mm-hmm. like. These these competitions are really a way for Twitch to just kind of like look for people who are who are very skilled at what they do, mm-hmm. and they don't have to like try very hard to look for them. So they invite all these people to come in, and they just don't have to search. Right. So one of the things that they can do is just like uh, cheaply find uh, an idea that they have, like. Suppose they bring they, they bring in an idea 
and Twitch is like, oh my god, this is an amazing idea. We should just like, you know, incorporate it. We just yoink it. You mean? You just yoink it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think there's any rules saying that you can keep your I mean, idea. You probably probably in the rules, like in the detailed rules, there's probably something that says like we have all ownership of said extension after it's created or something. Right, right. Because you're like you're you're at TwitchCon, you have the ability to have like this right. uh, platform to show off your skills. Twitch yoinks it. Yeah, and so. Yeah, it's probably in the in the full. Maybe world, potentially imagine... yoink your team too as well and hire you. I don't know. I'm just saying, that's, <laughs> that's if it's amazing. Thing. Yeah, yeah. If it's amazing, then absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, so this kind of made me springboard on a little. Oh, also you can. You, so there's a registration link in that article that I linked, and then also you get some exclusive swag. Uh, there's no. It doesn't really say how big of a team you can have as well as how many people will actually be invited. All it says is that a team has to be no more than four members, and it can be uh, formed before or at the start of the event, and everyone there has to be 18 years or older. And you have to set up your development environment with SDKs in advanced. Hmm. So, um, yeah. And uh, it doesn't really say how many people are allowed to come or like what, what it is, so it's kind of... Kind of a weird thing, but I guess you guys can read the rules on that. Um, the thing that I kind of wanted to spring... The conversation I kind of wanted to springboard off of this is extensions. Um, I use them pretty frequently, but it doesn't seem to be a lot of useful extensions out there. The ones I primarily use on my own channel is I have a Twitch Prime reminder. By the way, go resub to me in Twitch Prime, <laughs> which is over <laughs> in the bottom left corner. If you hover over the bottom left corner of my screen, there's a little pop-up that shows free loot or Prime loot. You click it, and then you can Twitch Prime from there. If you hit the X, you won't see it anymore for the rest of the stream. I also have an overlay extension for Hearthstone so that you can mouse over cards and read them a little bit more detailed and stuff like that. But overall, I don't see a lot of streamers using extensions. Pixel, what's your take on extensions? Do you find them useful? Have you seen streamers use any in a creative way? Because mostly the only one I see is the Prime, the Twitch Prime one. I, that's the only one that I see, but I also see like sub games, or not sub games, but like just things that they can play while they're in chat. You know, like the um, Blackjack and, you know, uh, memory games and things like that. Are you saying it's actually on the stream overlay, or are you saying it's in the chat, the Twitch chat? It's in it's in the overlay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I've seen a few like that, but for the most part, I don't really see people using them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only one that is probably useful is the Prime, like uh, the the reminder that you should use your Prime sub. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I can remember because that is actually legit useful mm-hmm. because. Twitch will never remind you that it's actually uh, there to use. Um, but my general thoughts are that if it's out of the way, then I don't really mind it. If you're like using a ton of extensions to just like cover up your your screen and overlay, then it gets gets in the way of the content. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few is fine. You right. know, I don't I don't mind it, and as long as I can just kind of like. Uh, as long as I'm aware of it and I, I have to interact with it, like I have to do something to interact with it and it's not like in your face, right. like I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I think the pa- I, I think also um, I want to assume that extensions also extend to, the, extend to the panels that are used as well. On mm-hmm. Twitch, I do have some Twitch panels. There's one that shows my Twitter feed, which is really useful. And then I used to have one that showed the song that was currently sp- playing on Spotify, but for some reason Streamlabs 
discontinued um oh, that discontinued that uh that extension for some reason so some of the panels are nice there's like a schedule panel i also have uh, mm -hmm. as well so i use a lot of the panels but you're limited to three panels and you're also limited to three extensions i believe at the same time oh, so okay. after that you kind of have to mix and match um stuff but yeah my prime button's kind of in the way or out of the way it's on the bottom left hand corner above my camera so even if you were to go over it and click it it doesn't cover up anything except like the opponent's yeah. deck list and it's pretty easy to get away as well as the overlay just shows my hearthstone deck you can copy and paste my hearthstone deck into your own hearthstone client which is the mostly the reason why i use it because people are always asking what deck i'm using and it's like you can literally just copy and paste the deck i'm using right there mm -hmm. um is there any type of extensions that you would personally want to see um, that you haven't seen already because I feel like a lot of the extensions to be honest are useless the one that I see that everyone has installed that no one uses is there's a Streamlabs extension which just it looks like the most useless thing ever but <laughs> it, it coincides with the Streamlabs chatbot and I haven't used it just because my stream is so small but I guess what yeah. it does is that if I ask a poll and if I ask a poll from my Streamlabs chatbot it will actually appear, appear on the extension and in, oh, the cool. in, and in chat at the same time, as well as people can spend their currency straight from the extension itself. But I never mm -hmm. see anyone utilize it ever. Like, I have a friend who only has that extension on, and I honestly think he forgot the extensions there. Because, <laughs> like, I've <laughs> redeemed... Because, like, it basically tracks currency as well, which is really nice if the extension's up. Yeah. So it makes it so that if you're offline, since the stream isn't playing, you can't get offline currency, right? Because mm. the extension mm -hmm. has to be enabled. So... I've like requested a song request from him and he's like never redeemed it. I've done it like four times. He's never redeemed any of them. So like, I feel like there's a, like a, I don't know. Like, is there any extension that you find like super, super useful or that you super, super want or can think of? Cause I'm just thinking like, what are these people going to bring to TwitchCon hackathon? What would you bring them? If you yeah. were to go to these developers at hackathon 2018. Jeez. I don't even know. Like, if if people haven't already come up with an idea for an extension, I don't know if I can come up with anything that's like revolutionary. Yeah, because re uh, extensions have been around for like over a year, right? Um, yeah, I want to say they've been around for almost a year. Yeah, they, well, just, I like, believe they were announced last TwitchCon, so yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if you think about the amount of people who have been developing for extensions this entire year, mm -hmm. like, and they have uh, the possibility of making money off of it someone has to have created some like even remotely useful idea by now and right. and created it so i'm not sure what else i can really add to it that hasn't already been you know thought of or done yeah no i i totally agree i can't think of anything right now and it's it will just be interesting to see what type of extensions people bring to hackathon 2018 mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like what are they what are they going to talk about you know like I mean, like it's, this. This sounds like a really bad idea, but maybe like a picture-in-picture picture or something like that. Go on. What do you mean? Um, like so, just having like a different uh, feed of something going into that extension. Like you can mm -hmm. click on the extension and overlay, and maybe the streamer has like um, another camera set up in their area that you can just kind of like watch mm -hmm. as well, like at the, at the same time. Right um for what reason i don't know maybe it might, <laughs> might be cool for like an irl yeah. stream but like you know if, like there's um something going on in another room of the house like that like a multi-cam kind of like a multi-camera setup type of thing yeah something like that yeah it I, might be interesting yeah. but i don't really see like 
how that would work. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, if they were going to do that, it would already be in the mainstream itself already. So Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, I, I can't really think of anything. Like right. It, it, it'll be hard, but... Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, we got a few more articles here. Hopefully it doesn't run us too long. I want to try to hit about an hour, hour 15, guys, at most here. So uh, we're not wasting everyone's time tonight. I know it's getting kind of late. But uh, next up is Affiliate Partner Perks, baby. (laughs) So TwitchCon this week, which is in a week or in three weeks. Um, No, a month. In a month. Uh, A month and a a week. Okay, in about a month and a week, TwitchCon 2018 will be upon us. And with that, they have quote-unquote announced the TwitchCon affiliate perks, which we're going to go over first. And then they also announced the partner, Twitch partner perks as well for attending TwitchCon 2018. Um, if you guys didn't know or if it's your first time checking out a TwitchCon, because I actually got emailed about this last week, um, <laughs> there is no virtual ticket for TwitchCon. Everything will be for free. Uh, on twitch.tv slash twitch probably or in whatever their new IRL section is at the time because oh, yeah. the new IRL sections are coming out next week or something or this week. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's going to be changed as well. But um, I also think that's a pretty good idea. I would love like a virtual ticket or maybe an all-access oh, pass cool. or something like that that I could pay for and maybe get some yeah. of these perks for free or get them shipped to my house or something like that. That would be pretty neat. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So affiliate perks <laughs> perks in quotes all right, pretty big joke. I mean, not to brag. Not to, I mean, come on, let's be real here, Pixel. We're both affiliates here, right? This is the first time I believe Pixel is going to be an affiliate and attending TwitchCon, yeah, right? Yeah. So yep, these, these apply to you. These apply to you, Pixel. Oh, crap. Yeah. I just clicked on something. Okay. Uh-oh. So um, we can just go down the list, and I just want to get your general just bullet bullet reaction, Pixel. All okay? right. A customized badge. Just like last year, affiliates attending TwitchCon can probably display their status on their customized badge. Okay, I mean, like, there's like a hundred thousand affiliates. I don't know if there's going to be like more affiliates than actual, just like regular attendees this year. <laughs> it's like, just funny because it's just funny because mine last year was like Ryan Kubo quote quote Ryan Kubo end quote because it's like the same. <laughs> so like mine was this mine was just like everyone was like, why is your badge oh, so scuffed? Funny. I'm like, it's just I, I use the same <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. So uh, yeah, it's like custom. You can customize your badge, Pixel. I, I okay, that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know if that's really gonna mean anything, but you know, it's cool to be recognized. Okay, cool, cool. Did um, you when you signed up? When you signed up to uh, TwitchCon, when you bought your ticket, did it ask? Did it give you affiliate perks or pass or something like that? Did it recognize you were an affiliate? Well, here's the thing: I haven't bought my ticket yet. Okay. <laughs> so that still needs to be done. Have you got your hotel room and all that. Airbnb? Uh, well, I have like housing set up. I'm oh, staying okay. with a friend. Okay. Yeah, so I've been crashing there. Okay, but you just haven't got your ticket but... yet. No. I'm surprised. I, I thought you got I... an early act like an early bird ticket. I I was thinking about it, but like I was um wondering what my plans would be for TwitchCon, whether um I would actually even be in the convention all three days. Mm. So I'm not sure like if I should just get a one day ticket that i'm pretty sure i'm going or if i should just get the three day just to you know be able to go there anytime i want so i I would say probably the latter if you're going to be in the area anyway right because there might be people you want to see that are like aren't going to be like outside of the convention or like would kind of suck to like 
you're just wandering around outside or something. I don't know. Probably yeah. Use, because there's official meet and greets, right? So you might want to actually go yes. to like an official meet and greet inside to meet one of your streamer streamer that you want to see. So yeah. Yeah. There's know. a few of those. So yeah, I might get the three day and just I don't know, play it by ear. Okay. Just like have the freedom to uh, do whatever. Yeah. Uh, next up, interactive and educational sessions. Improve your streaming and take your brand to the next level with 35 plus sessions Whoa. curated specifically for affiliates, including to affiliate and beyond, <laughs> small streamers and big dreams, and more. I like that. Name. There's also I know <laughs> there's also a full Twitch Creator Camp lineup specifically designed to help new and growing streamers accomplish their goal. I mean, Thoughts? okay, so it's cool that they're setting these things up because like. There are some things that they can teach that is going to be helpful for a new streamer and affiliates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, like technologically, like like okay, what kind of gear do I need? How can I set this up so that it is um, quick and efficient? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I set up a two PC rig if I decide to do that mm-hmm. for uh, streaming? Um, so like those things, totally cool with that. Um, beyond that, I'm not sure what they can really offer to an affiliate to help them get to partner. Right. Because I really feel that, like, to be a partner, it requires something that is really difficult to teach. It's RNG. A lot of it is RNG. I think we've talked about this a lot. Like, a lot of it is, I feel like, RNG. Where it, it just it really you, is. you just have you could have everything you can have the good setup you can have the funny personality you can be very good at the game and for whatever reason you're streaming at a bad yeah. time you're not streaming enough hours you're streaming in a a game like right. there's so many streamers that like uh there's so many streamers that either have a head start because they got popular on social media beforehand and then moved to Twitch mm-hmm. or they somehow got a networking connection or were, became really good friends. Yeah with somebody exactly you know and became like a, a big streamer um yeah that way like i i found out like recently i was i was reading an article about tsm myth and how he became big but apparently he was he was in a game with a with ninja and ninja just decided to oh. do like random squads and he it just happened to be that myth who was unknown at the time streaming with like 60 people was in huh. a squad game with ninja and he just was like destroying people and ninja's like oh dude this guy's really good i'm gonna add him as a friend and then they played like a couple more games of duo and like that's mm-hmm. how myth got his exposure but before that he had been streaming for almost like two years with like no exposure maybe tops like 60 70 viewers right wow. so like even for yeah. him like it was very rng it was very lucky that he just Absolutely. happened to get into a game like that right i'll, I'll yeah. say it here and i'll say it again the people that want to get partner aren't going to be at twitchcon like the people who really want to get partner are not gonna be at twitchcon they'll be streaming <laughs> i'm just saying that is very that is very true they're gonna like, be streaming because all their competition's gone <laughs> that, that that's exactly it mm-hmm. every single one of the other streamers of big ones and stuff like that they're going to be at twitchcon and mm-hmm. it is going to be like the best time to stream either to talk about twitchcon or just do your thing Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, that's the thing about like, if you want to hit partner, you really have to put in the hours, and that is the only way to, you know, increase your exposure and just increase your chances of something happening. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to always be on, and yeah. like, the the more hours you put in, the more chances you get at, you know, having some sort of RNG event, you know, happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to Myth? Yeah, exactly. So I think it's cool, but I think you know, it's like it's. 
like are these events exclusive to affiliates are these sessions exclusive to affiliates like hey random pleb viewer you can't go in probably not you know what i mean <laughs> um next up i'm gonna leave, save this one for la the third one for last because i just find it funny right. uh but yeah, yeah next one we have streamer program participation our streamer program is returning for the third third year in a row look for exhibitors displaying the purple broadcast icon so you know exactly which companies offer opportunities to engage with affiliates partners and your communities uh, essentially what this was is that at twitchcon there's a ton of booths and stuff and a lot of the booths have these little purple flags that have the broadcast button the go live button which is if you go to your desktop mobile app you'll see when you go to your dashboard there's a little button that says go live if you click it you can irl mobile stream basically it's a little camera button mm -hmm. it's very obvious you'll see it but when basically booths have this little icon or flag icon anywhere in their booth what they what that means is like hey we are interested in sponsoring affiliates or sponsoring partnerships come talk to us about it um is basically what that means um i mean it's pretty cool but once again i don't think that's really like a perk <laughs> you know what i mean i just think that's like <laughs> a, like you know what i mean like it's not really a, a mm -hmm. like how i don't understand how that's really like a perk per se it's just a little like awareness thing like hey just to let you know if you see this little video icon by the blue microphone booth, it means that they do take sponsorships. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand yeah. the wording of this paragraph or like what it's like. How is this like a, a partner affiliate perk? I don't know. You know? Yeah, I, I don't really understand it either unless there's some sort of tangible benefit that you get from like, you know, partnering with one of these companies, mm -hmm. whether you get like a free mic or whatever from it. Right. Or, or something like that. I I, I don't really see much of a use for this. Mm -hmm. in, in all honesty, I think it's very it, it realist, like realistically, right? Because I did this the first BlizzCon I ever went to, and to be fair, I was a scrub. But even still, hmm. I feel like it is very hard to partner to network with people at a convention unless it just comes off naturally. And what I mean by that is that my first ever BlizzCon that I ever went to and the can maybe two conventions after that that I went to where I went in with this mindset of like and this was before affiliate. So it was like where I went in with the mindset of like, oh man, I want to get sponsors. I want to meet people. I want to meet streamers. I want to make business cards. Like I made these cheapo business cards. Like they're pretty good yeah, business yeah. cards, but you know, like whatever type mm -hmm. of business cards, like I'm going to leave them around place. I'm going to hand them out to people. Like, I don't know. I realistically it's very hard to actually network <laughs> like it like really that is. you know what i mean like go, like going up to these streamer partner program partner booths right and like mm -hmm. hey blue microphone like you guys sponsor <laughs> like let's talk oh here's my business card like they're gonna get hundreds if not thousands oh, yeah. of these twitch business cards every single time right right and i feel like it's gonna be very hard to talk and the people that i have networked with and the people that i've met it was really like i became friends with first where it mm -hmm. wasn't even an intentional type of thing I, I bought a guy a beer we were drinking we we're chilling oh what are you doing at blizzcon oh i'm working this booth. oh cool man cool yeah i'm just attending here and just kind of build this natural friendship up before it yes. ever became any business thing so that's that's the correct way to do it because right. like a lot of the times networking gets gets a bad rap because it it's seen as like a slimy thing to do you know mm -hmm. um and so you really have to go into it um like you did and just kind of see it as a friend first before you kind of like hit them up for stuff mm -hmm. because i everybody's going to be resistant to that like what who's this guy coming up to me like just asking me for stuff right. you know Especially um, at something so, where TwitchCon, at TwitchCon, where everyone there is an aspiring streamer there. or already is a full-time streamer, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, first, just, like, go up and, like, just treat them as a person. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that I've learned, like, when I'm networking at, 
events that I go to at, at uh, industry events is you just create a rapport first. You talk to them, you find out like their background, you you engage with them and what their background is before you can, you know, propose anything or just kind of like ask for stuff. Right. Um, but also like networking isn't always bad, but you have to like just make sure that both parties are getting something out of it. Mm, you know, definitely. You have to, it's, it's kind of like this bargaining thing. Like, what do you provide and what they what can they provide and can those two things like help each other out yeah, you know so definitely if if that happens with a streamer program then you know that's great you know that that creates a really long lasting business relationship that works well and you can you know uh build from that but mm. without that i I don't know. It's not going to work. Yeah, I think that's like a really like that's a really big thing that like a lot of people miss about like networking. And I like not to name any names, but I've had in the past like people come to me and like like I hate talking about my own stream numbers or like tooting my own horn because I do not see myself as like a big streamer. But in some people's eyes, we've talked about this before. You're always smaller than someone and always bigger than someone else. Right. So in mm -hmm. my position, I don't I don't believe I have that many followers, that many that much viewership. But in some people's eyes, maybe people who are just starting to stream, they see my social media, they see my Twitch viewership or follower number and they say, wow, this guy's actually a pretty decent, bigger, sl smaller streamer oxymoron. I know. And there's been a lot of times where it's like, hey, man, do you want to collab? Do you want to come on my stream and do this? Do you want to do this with me? And it's and like I'm thinking the whole time, like, hey, man, you're a cool guy. You're, you're maybe like I've gone kind of friendly with you, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, dude, you have nothing to offer me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, like, yeah. like if I come on your stream, you have what, 10 followers? Like what? How is that going to help me? You know what I mean? Right, your social right. media is nothing. So it doesn't matter if you're saying like, hey, I'll tweet you out though. Like who cares? Like it's not going to help me. And like I said, I don't want to sound cocky or like mm -hmm. kind of douchey about it. But yeah, that is a big part of networking is that both parties need to offer something. And I mm -hmm. feel like within Twitch, one of the hardest things to do, but best things to do as a aspiring Twitch streamer or just a streamer in general who wants to take things a little bit more seriously is really just introspectively looking at yourself and seeing what you can offer yep. because i feel like a lot of streamers just like refuse to do that and it's so easy for streamers to play the blame game right like oh, oh why absolutely. are these girl streamers getting more viewers than me why is this guy getting more i put in more time i do this i do this well what are you yeah, doing right. wrong because it really is up to you so i totally agree with you on the networking thing mm -hmm. um, so i just feel like this perk was like a little awkward <laughs> you know what i mean like it's yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure what to make of it. I mean, it, it, I guess it depends on like what kind of opportunities these are. But uh, last year, it was yeah. just like there was like blue microphone. There was like a couple of mobile game spots that I saw. Like they just had the little purple broadcaster. Like we will sponsor you. And I kind of talked to them about it, and they were like, "Oh, you can mm -hmm. give us your email and stuff here." A lot of it, honestly, this was a lot of it. At least last year was like, "Oh, if you want to write, if you want to fill out this form, we'll get back to you." And it was literally like at the Razor booth. So like you filled out your Twitch username, your social media links, and your email. So what they probably did was looked at your social media, your Twitch, your yeah. Twitch stuff, and then from there went, yeah, no, we're not even going to contact this dude, like whatever. But I mean, when it came to actually right, like right. going to the booth and talking to a representative face to face, it rarely happened. Like I think it happened one time for me. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I didn't thing... do that many booths to be honest. So yeah, to be honest, if it's like a game or something like that, or some kind of product they're going to hit up partners as opposed to the affiliates because of the greater reach of a partner. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I don't see them. I don't, I don't see this being a benefit for affiliates at all. 
It's on there, though. Uh, anyway, there. last thing really quick for affiliates, affiliate gift, making it affiliate, making it to affiliate is something to be proud of. And we want to celebrate your milestone with an exclusive item for affiliates attending TwitchCon. Details will be announced soon. Pixel, I worked very hard to get affiliate. I got it the first day it came out by doing, <laughs> no, absolute, by doing absolutely nothing. I deserve a gift. You deserve a gift, Pixel, even though you haven't Hell streamed yes. in like seven months. Hey, what, hey, don't forget me. <laughs> what gift do you want from Twitch besides partnership? Oh my goodness. What do you think they're actually going to give 100,000 Twitch affiliates? I don't even know. They're probably going to give you like a slap bracelet. Like, <laughs> like a $5 coupon to Carl's. <laughs> like, even that would be a lot, actually. That's $500,000. Every affiliate attends. Yeah, that's, that, that would be pretty pretty sizable. Yeah, they'd have to make sure that they have enough for every. It's, every I bet you. This is what I actually think it is. Okay, I think everyone attending will get a drawstring bag that will say TwitchCon 2018, but I think affiliates will get one that will say TwitchCon affiliate. That's honestly what okay. I think it is. That's what I think. I honestly, legitimately think that's probably what it is. It's like a drawstring bag, and it will have like advertisements and the streamer program partnership pamphlets within the affiliate one. You know what? That's probably it. Yeah. Because that's that's really cheap to make. It's like adding, it's adding extra word to a bag. Yeah. So and and you know that's where all your goodies can go in, and maybe I might have some extra stuff. Especially there, since like, viewers uh, and affiliates get the same line, I can just totally see it being like a thing where you just flash your badge like I'm affiliate. They're like, okay, here's your little thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, totally. I think that's totally so. it. I don't think they'll go any further than that. Yeah. So. As an affiliate pixel, how excited are you for TwitchCon 2018 and are you looking so excited to these perks? So excited. Okay, <laughs> good, because we're going to go to now partnership perks. <laughs> <laughs> TwitchCon uh, yeah. partnership perks is the next article. Just linked it in uh, the chat for anyone who wanted to check that out. But um, So these are the TwitchCon 2018 partner perks. I could not for the life of me find a 2017 partnership perks could, uh, do you know if there's anywhere i can find those pixels or do you know uh, offhand what i know what some of them are because i have friends who are partners and they were right. able to mention a couple of things last time but besides that i didn't really get much i'm trying to remember what it was like i know there were the um the personalized Coke bottles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was like the gift this time. Or that was like the special gift was the Coke bottles. Right. Um, what From, else was it? There was the partner t-shirt. So apparently I was talking to someone. Not really NDA, but... No, nah, it's not an NDA. But apparently the partner logo t-shirt or whatever is mm -hmm. something that just gets handed out when you become a partner at any at any event. Oh, so like okay. if you become partner, let's say, but you can't go to TwitchCon, but then you can go to BlizzCon. Let's say there's a Twitch party at BlizzCon. You can, if your partner manager is there, you can just tell them like, "Hey, could you drop off my partnership shirt?" I'm like, yeah, sure, and they'll just print one out for you. So oh, cool. apparently, that's not an exclusive gift from what I found out, sadly. But yeah, I believe it was the Coke bottle last time, right? Yeah. So which uh, you know, this is funny. I actually have one. I know you. I know you have one because you yoink. You yoinked someone else's Coke bottle. You're not even a partner. <laughs> you literally yoinked someone. One of your friend's things, jerk. You haven't even no, drank the Coke out of it. No. It, Are you going to give it back to him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. Well, the problem is just like being able to transport it because he'll, he'll probably have to drink it. 
he'll he'll have to drink it yeah because he can't actually bring it like tell him to drink uh, it and record it because that's a year of coke even that's literally a year coke you could have drank that coke at any time and you decided not to so you better tell him to drink it that that is vintage coke flavor right there that is that i mean is it's bottled fine. right it's it's bottled yeah it'll be fine i mean we 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 learned, we learned from fallout that you know we can drink coke after 200 years yeah it's really good um okay well anyway there is a ton more of partnership stuff as you can see from the article i linked you with the partnership perks so we can kind of go through them uh just fyi both pixel and i are not partners we probably should have got a twitch partner on here for this type of uh round but unfortunately we couldn't get anyone because no one knows what we do this podcast but there are a couple of cool interesting little perks that i thought were pretty cool uh within this twitch partnership uh perks so going from probably the least interesting to the coolest stuff that i could i could think of um you got a partner developer mixer. Um, it's an opportunity that ends at the end of TwitchCon day one, and you get to enjoy drinks with basically Twitch developers. I believe these are just with um, the people who make the extensions and make the panels and do all the coding for bits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, this party is invite only. Obviously, it's for partner. I remember hearing rumors swirling around last year of this party happening off sites of the Long Beach Convention Center, and it was just kind of a low key like two or three hour mixer Mm -hmm. um from what i understand i think last year it was at the uh the aquarium oh was it yeah it was at the aquarium so they cut off the aquarium all the way to that big wall where the big fish tank is and uh that was where the developer thing was so not the whole place was open but like that main hall area was open uh next up partner only panels and feedback sessions so uh you, yeah, well, basically just like uh, partner only panels that you have to be a partner to go to as well as feedback sessions where basically staff are at the firing range and at your mercy <laughs> where basically you can shoot questions at them um, and talk to them about stuff. Uh, more details apparently coming soon with that. You also have promotion at twitchcon.com. So this is something that I'm surprised they talked about already, but uh, this was basically on the twitchcon.com website. There's a little area called who's coming and you can basically type in any streamer partnered streamer that you mm-hmm. know of and it will show if they've already bought their ticket basically yeah, didn't they do this for last year too they did this for it... last year too i believe yeah um the okay. interactive and educational sessions are here as well um it's basically just more sessions that are more geared towards partners but they're open to everyone so those are not exclusive you know things like storytelling mm-hmm. through statistics and mental health type of stuff um mm-hmm. Some of the cooler things um, that we have here, and this is kind of getting into repeat type stuff, but a partnership lounge. So there will be another VIP partnership lounge where you'll be able to hang out and chill away from your adoring fans <laughs> or from the crowds <laughs> this weekend as well again. Um, the one at Long Beach was so natural. Like that one was... Naturalist? No, it was very natural. Like it wasn't like... Like I remember the one at San Diego Comic-Con was literally just like upstairs in a convention like meeting room oh, yeah. but the one in long beach like looked like it legitimately should have been there i don't know if they built that for the long it's... beach convention center but that one was like pretty legit i remember it being yeah. like, it almost looked like a kind of like a like a starbucks i think it was like an actual <laughs> restaurant <laughs> oh okay yeah, cleared out and just kind of made it the lounge yeah because so... like there was an actual bar inside there were like yeah yeah there's free food for like them that. and stuff there's like free mm-hmm. water and snacks for them too right yeah, I, I, I went aside. Um, 
Nice. <laughs> Wait, how'd like you get the... inside? <laughs> um, one of my friends is a partner. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you can plus and, one. Uh, it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, um, it's it's someone that I knew from college, and oh, okay. uh, I just ran into him. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Mm-mm. And he was nice. like, "I'm a partner now." <laughs> and uh, uh, he just took me inside. We talked for a while, grabbed some drinks. It was it was pretty cool. Nice, nice. So, partner lounge is coming back. Um, Next up, the Partner Party is also coming back. We're bringing back the special Partners Only uh, Shindig from 7 to 11 p.m. on Saturday, October 27th. You and one lucky guest are invited. That's pretty cool that there is a plus one nowadays. I remember last year there were some complications um, where people were allowed to bring, like some people were allowed to bring plus ones, but some weren't allowed to bring plus ones. So it was like really confusing. Like some people are like, hey, could I bring my friend and it was like no sorry and then some people came and showed up with their husband or their wife and it was like hey this is my husband or wife we're married it's like yeah "Yeah, sure come in so there's kind of like a weird thing going on with that so i'm glad that you can now bring uh plus ones as well that's that's pretty smart this looks like the same time as the twitchcon party itself this is so the partner yeah. party is the same day and the same time as that, and probably a separate place. Yeah. So that is also what I was gonna I was gonna talk about, which I thought was gonna be pretty interesting. We could come back to this um, in a sec here because I know we're kind of running out. We're I kind of want to just get through all this stuff. We can mm-hmm. come back to sure. the partner party thing. But yeah, that was actually something I really briefly wanted to talk about, which I thought was interesting. Um, next up, there's early expo access, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Friday before TwitchCon opens to the general attendees. I'm not really sure what time it opens to general attendees. but no, I, I don't know either, but okay. I'm guessing It's at least 12. an hour or two before. Um, there's expedited uh, security lines, which basically just means that partners get their own security lines to go through like last year and also they can take a plus one uh as always there is partner shop night which is the night before twitchcon even starts from 6 to 8 p.m partners will be able to go in and grab whatever they want <laughs> whatever type mm-hmm. of loot they want which is going to be interesting because there's a lot more partners this year twitch just keeps growing and growing as a company and to be a partner mm-hmm. is not that special anymore and it's just interesting now that it's like oh wow partners can that's so cool partners get to go the night before to shop for things yeah but remember ten thousand partners are attending this year you're, you're not you know what i mean like it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be a bad line to go through or whatever um it's gonna suck either way yeah yeah but and then it's, it's better the than next 40, thing is thousand yeah, sorry. And then the next thing <laughs> is the partner gift is they designed a special backpack just for partners attending TwitchCon. So you will get a backpack. This is why I think that affiliates will get like a strawstring backpack, by the way, that just says affiliates. Partners will actually get a legitimate backpack embroidered with their name on it. From what mm. I understand, that says Twitch partner. But then also on top of that, they will be able to get a f- – they will be able to – uh purchase an item so they have to pay for it themselves unfortunately but purchase an item from the twitchcon store and then have it uh screen print their partner logo on it for free oh that's so cool what is a partner logo it's whatever it's whatever your default icon is like whatever your uh uh well it's you won't from what i understand you won't be able to customize it you get to choose from certain partner logos sorry that's what i meant so it's not like your own custom logo um so i thought it was just like um just basically the word partner on it i mean it could be that i'm gonna get partners should get socks and then get those in like the twitch socks <laughs> and then get those embroidered with partner on them um, which i thought was which i think is pretty funny so 
Um, really quick before we move on to our last topic, because I do want to talk about the big topic on the thing for the last maybe 10 to 15 minutes. But um, mm -hmm. the, the thing that you brought up, which is going to be the last thing I talked about as well, is, yeah, the partner party. So the partner party is from 7 to 11 p.m. on Saturday, October 27th, where you and one lucky guest are invited. Now, this does coincide, from what I understand, with the general Twitch party. So mm -hmm. they haven't ex they haven't actually announced where the Twitch party is going to be. I believe, right? Have they not? They have not. Okay. Uh, announced anything. So we don't really know what the deal is with this. There's so there's two things that have happened in the past with the last two Twitch cons I've personally gone to. When I went to the one in San Diego, there was basically the general. We it was down on the field of some baseball team i don't petco park we're at petco park yeah, petco. right and it was basically on the field of petco park but on either adjacent side of petco park there was these outdoor fenced areas where only partners could go inside and then the mm. plebs were still like everyone was on the field but there was like, these white picketed fences where literally the partners could go to sit and there was their own bars in there as well but they yeah, could yeah. enter in and out freely of these and then there was also sky boxes for other partners if they just wanted to stay up there and chill in there as well um okay. so that was kind of this that was kind of partner exclusive now from uh last year at um long beach there was no exclusive partnership area which i thought was really interesting at their hmm. at that twitch party and that might have just been because it was at the queen mary it was on a halloween haunt thing they did have a separate yeah. line for partnership to enter through where once again it was not plus one so that was kind of weird because i knew people whose like husbands or wives were split up from them and had to wait in like the pleb line which i didn't really like to see mm -hmm. but that one did not have any exclusive area for partners um at all right. and i don't think yeah. i don't think partners really liked that you know what I mean? Um, so mm -hmm. I, I, I saw, I've heard, I heard that a lot of partners just didn't go to it. Yeah, um, they did do it. I will say this: they did do a thing where the first two, the party started, I believe, at seven seven p.m., but the partners were allowed to go in at five p.m. So if you were a partner, mm. you were allowed to go two hours early. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. but there was no exclusive area for partners to go, to go around. I remember like I finally got in around seven fifteen, So right after the party started and there was already a swarm of people following summit one G out of the party, <laughs> like <laughs> summit one G was like trying to leave. Like he only stayed the first two hours and like left, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. from what I understand from this partnership party, it hasn't been confirmed, but the way that it's worded here is that, yeah, it does seem like partners will have their a partner only party with no affiliates. None of the general the general plebs there at all. It will be hmm. separate from the 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 other one. Yeah. And my question to you, Pixel, is what do you think about that? Um, I, I think for me personally, knowing some people who are partnered, it's going to be a struggle for them because they're going to want to chill with just their partner friends, obviously. Sure. But at the same time, they have mods or friends who aren't partnered, and if they are going to be two separate parties entirely, I think that's not good to do. Um, but I think it should be something where it was like San Diego, where it was a mix of both. Yeah. No, I think San Diego is probably is probably the best example of what they should do. If it's completely separate, like at two different locations, like a mile away or something like that, it's probably not the best. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I, I firmly believe that TwitchCon is part... Um, part of it is just interacting with those streamers and having them all in one place. Mm-hmm. And having separate parties 
kind of defeats that purpose. Right. Um, of course, you know, they all have the choice to do, like, to actually go to the, the pleb party if they if they really want to. Right, of course. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, it's kind of cool to, you know, have something that's exclusive also. You know, you've reached a level where you've partnered with Twitch, and so, like, it's a nice um, benefit to just be able to chill with other partners. Right. You know, either to network or just relax or whatever right you know that's 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 something that's very rare uh for a partner because how how many times do you actually you know have that ability to just kind of mingle with a bunch of partners all in one place Mm -hmm. um so it's it's a bit of a give and take i mean i think that san diego did well just have a kind of all in one area sure they can have their own area too and they're and they're free to just like walk from their partner area to the pleb area. Yeah, I think that's a good benefit. Um, The thing is, too, is, you know, maybe the partner, sh- the, the general Twitch party is on Sunday this year. We don't know. Last year, they had a partner party where only partners were allowed to go, but it was from around 6 p.m. to, let's say, midnight, but it was on Friday night. So it was oh. Friday night, and then the Queen Mary party was on Saturday night, and that was everyone, and then Sunday there was obviously nothing. So it could mm. they in the end of this they say we're bringing back the special partners only party. So they bringing it back, which means they're doing mm-hmm. it again. And what the partners only party last year was, it was not on the same day as the general party. So oh, gotcha. maybe it also they're moving the shin, the partner party, uh, you know, to mm. Saturday. Maybe the pleb parties on Friday or Sunday. I don't know. It, it's kind yeah, of yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Okay, yeah, de- definitely. But yeah, that's a, a good thing to point out. Um, anything else you wanted to say about this topic before we quickly move on to the last one? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Last Let's topic, really quick, and probably take about five to ten minutes to do this one, is I we have to talk about this because when you load this article up, it's already ridiculous to see what you see right, right here. All right, let's load it up. But that image right there is just already, in my opinion, so ridiculous. So I am not a League of Legends fan. I do follow the scene pretty extensively. Uh, and appreciate the eSport behind it. But uh, if you guys did or didn't know, a few years ago, there was a man by the name of Tyler One who was deemed the most toxic league player of all time, right? The poster boy (laughs) of toxicity. He created a whole meme where he would literally say, F these people, run it down. I'm going to run it down mid. And he would take his League of Legends character and he would repeatedly run his character down mid lane killing himself repeatedly because he just hated his team that much because they sucked that much in his opinion. Uh, he was also very unique because he played a character named Draven, who is one of the weirdest, hardest champions to carry with, and he was a really good player. Anyway, he got banned for toxicity, and, and every time he was uh, suspended for toxicity for whether it be 7 days or 30 days, he would just create a brand new account, level it all the way back up to 30, which already takes about 50 hours, and continue to grind on stream and do placements. And he, by the time, uh, so this happened about 24 times where he was banned for 24, 24 times, never bought an account, literally made a new account, made a new email, leveled the thing up to level 30, then started ranking again. He would get to around challenger, which is top 500 in the world. And then they would perma ban him because they knew it was him because he played such a unique character at such a high mm-hmm. skill. Of, they just knew it was him. So right, after right. 24 times of doing this, he was perma banned 
off of League of Legends, which means that he could never make an account again. He could never stream the game as well. And at this time, he was not partnered, but he had a very big following, and uh, Riot, Riot hated him for the image he brought. Certain staff members uh, on Riot, which I'll name one of them just because he was in this thing that we're going to talk about briefly, um, named Freak, did not like him, and basically said that he was like a garbage player and very toxic, and he hated the guy. So Tyler One quit League of Legends. He went variety streaming for about a year, got partnership, became very popular. And then this year in 2018 of January, he got unbanned from League of <laughs> Legends because he was quote unquote reformed. So that was in January 4th, 2018. He's been streaming League pretty much ever since. And this past weekend in September, what is it? What is this past weekend? September 8th, 2018. <laughs> so nine months after he got unbanned, he was on the NALCS stage live doing a show match with his duo partner, because he plays AD Carry. His support was Freak, <laughs> the staff member who said that he was toxic and would amount to nothing, and that he hoped wow. that he wouldn't exist anymore. And this was live streamed to the official twitch.tv slash Riot Games. It's it unbelievable. Just, it, it, this is so funny to me, and it just blows my mind that it's, this yeah. actually happened, and it's actually amazing. A year ago, he couldn't stream the game. A year ago, if you had... Po there was literally signs in Riot that said that if you couldn't... If you're on your posters, you couldn't have profanity, sexual innuendos, or, like, images, and you couldn't have anything that said free Tyler one or hashtag reformed. Or made any mention to Tyler One. Those were the three rules you could not have on a sign. <laughs> right? Yeah. And now he is unbanned and he is now str he streamed on stream, like on Riot's official channel to like 200,000 people on the NALCS stage, did a post game, pre game interview. Then the next day he even commentated. One of the final games of TL versus Cloud9 on the caster's desk. What do you think of this? It's just crazy, what? Pixel. It's so what good. Is, I love it. What is this timeline? Like, I don't know. Like, this is it's the best so timeline. To me. We are in the best. We are literally in the best timeline, which is crazy <laughs> if you think about it. Like, it's absolutely insane. Like, you have this guy that that Riot banned for toxicity twenty four times, and you basically kind of delegitimize that by bringing him onto the LCS stage and making him like the star of this show essentially yeah it's it, it just makes all of that sort of meaningless all of the the rhetoric behind that i don't know if they changed their mind but, or if it just like you know makes all of that kind of um are they planned argument thing. yeah or maybe they planned it and uh, it just i don't know it just kind of like invalidates their their thought behind banning him in the first place i don't know like it just it's it's hard to describe just how weird the situation is yeah it's so good though i love it it was awesome honestly here's the thing guys we all know riot's been going through some pretty bad press lately we briefly talked about it there's been some sexual harassment cases going on at riot they've had to fire a bunch of employees because of essentially bro culture from what um we understand Yes. Yeah, yeah. On on top of that, like two weeks after, they decided to do a thing at PAX West where for the first two hours, their, their hall of PAX West was only open to people who were either female or non-binary gender. And you had to prove that you were either female or non-binary gender. 
and they were very strict with it. So it was very strange as well that they did Weird, that. Yeah. So like a, a female would go with her husband and they were both fans of right. They both wanted to go in the hall and they would not allow her husband to go in. And the thing is, oh, the, the, the panels in this hall were not pertaining to people who are transgender or female. They were just general panels. So people are like, hey, I wanted to go see this panel on this type of artist from Riot, and I, can't, I couldn't go. And then the person who's holding the art panel is like, there was seven people at my art panel because <laughs> no one was there. Because they, it wasn't that they opened the hall early for females and all that. It was like during general hours. And they were like, no, the first two hours, only these people could go. So I feel also it's probably a stunt that Riot's probably pulling to bring Tyler 1 back. Because honestly, that was the most fun I ever had watching League Legends. The longest you know I can what? remember. You're probably right. This is probably a planned event you know they knew how popular tyler one is among like you know twitch and they figured oh you know what let's capitalize on it. let's make let's have bygones be bygones mm-hmm. let's bring them on and let's get some numbers yeah because it was because it worked for me i watched the whole thing and i think i haven't watched a legal i don't watch a league of legends match unless it's the grand finals of the world championship that's the only time right, i right. watch it um tyler the Tyler one show match. It's 45 minutes. It's probably the best 45 minutes of my life that I've watched in <laughs> esports lately. Just like him arguing. Um, he immediately gets into the game and I'm a cutie pie stands up and like says something to him and a Tyler immediately all F the game <laughs> 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 and, and throws off his headset and says something to I'm a cutie pie. So like, you know, it's like they finally load in. It's like, all right guys, the game is about to end. Tyler one's all F Ford. <laughs> at one point in in one point in the game they interviewed i'm a cutie pie while he was playing the game tower one called him out and said like what's 1v1 in the baron pit right now so they went to go 1v1 and it was it was pretty good it was it was pretty entertaining yeah a match in the post game interviews were uh were pretty good as well Mm -hmm. um i never expected lol or tyler one to be on stage with the rest of the interviewers and just screaming lol tyler one discount code alpha <laughs> as loud as he could in a stadium of people so you know what good on him oh my god so yeah I, it's, it's ridiculous it, it's pretty funny though you gotta admit it is pretty funny it's pretty amusing um i think he's just a big troll and i, I yeah i do think he's to- toned it down a lot and i think riot needed to definitely recuperate some of their numbers as well yeah yeah um but yeah anyway guys i think that is going to be it for today we're trying to keep the podcast somewhere under an hour and 15 or an hour and 30 minutes i think even we ran a little bit later than we were supposed to but we tried to get it as fast as possible it's 11 50 right now so hopefully it's not too late for everyone but uh yeah sorry for no question and answer portion this time around but we need to get to bed <laughs> pretty soon <laughs> so um yeah uh, i'll say bye to you now pixel take it easy all right thanks for being on cool. As always, uh, if you guys want to follow Pixel, you can follow him at twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101 or twitter.com slash pixel pusher 101. And uh, yeah, take it easy, man. I'll, uh, right, I'll catch you too. next time, man. All right. Have a good night. All right. Peace, man. Take it easy. See ya.